everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Aaron. And I'm Vince. It's the podcast where we attempt to watch every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball that has ever existed or will ever exist. We don't do interdimensional. We don't Mm -mm. do versions of Dragon Ball that are from another dimension. Too hard to come by. Yeah, once we get that technology, I guess we gotta. But until then, it's just this dimension's Dragon Ball. We watch it. We talk about it, we love it, we care for it, we give it a sweet kiss on the nose, and then we make some jokes via improv, the the, the comedy form of Kings, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for, for your listening pleasure. And that's what you're listening to right now. But before we get into the meat of the podcast, we gotta, any good party, you have to set up for it, you gotta clean up. And in a segment of segments that we call Kame Housekeeping, and the first part of Kame Housekeeping is the, dare I say, world famous One Minute Roundup. Who, who's there? Who's there? I'm, I'm just seeing if you got everything for tonight. You good? Who? Got the blankets? Yeah, no, I, I got everything. I got everything in the wagon. I got the blankets. I got, I got the. Uh, Do you need a cup of water? Yeah, I probably will. I probably will. It's, it's a bit dry out tonight. Okay, I'm gonna. Dry I'll go tonight. get it. Okay, I, and, and thank you again for for prepping me. Uh, you know, I'm I'm going off. I'm going off to get to get married. I gotta find. I gotta find my lady out there. And she's, she said she'll meet me at the third cactus by the hill. So I got to get out there tonight. Oh, boy, we're going to we're gonna have sex. Okay, I'm back with your water. Oh, Here so you, you, you didn't hear any of that? Hear what now? No, oh, nothing, nothing. I was just me. I don't know. Sorry, it took so long. I met some lady over by the three cactuses up uh-huh. on the hill. No. Oh. And uh, well, she's a. I gotta, I gotta say, she was a looker. Uh, oh, I'm glad she looks Dan. so nice. I'm, I'm glad she looks so nice. Uh, did she, did she mention anything about meeting, meeting uh, a man named Phil? Phil, uh, she's like, hey, are you Phil? I'm like, yeah, I'm filling this cup full of water from this river here. What? Uh, Wait, a she's minute. like close enough. Oh no! And then. <laughs> It's the strangest thing. She just started smooching on me. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh no, she smooched on you. Her smooches yeah. were meant what? for me. Uh, Wait, what? Yeah. And, well. And, well, what? Uh, well, what? Did it go any <laughs> further? <laughs> no. Okay. I tried and see. So, the one-minute roundup is when Vince and I perform a Western-themed improv scene uh, to loosen up our comedy muscles, to get nice and ready for the journey ahead. And it ends when one of us breaks, and I, folks, I tried really hard. I know nine times out of, like, (laughs) like those dentists that recommend toothbrushes four out of five (laughs) times, I'm the one who, who breaks. I tried really hard not to. I was trying to hold it in. It did not work. I like that. Nine out of ten dentists recommend Crest and also don't break during improv scenes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they're, per- they're professionals. They're professionals. They went, to, they went to school. Yes, so much school <laughs> to not break. 
But that just leads us into the one-minute roundup proper, which is when one of us, this time Vince, has to explain everything in Dragon Ball that we've watched thus far, but they have to do it in less than a minute, and we do this for you fine folks. So you don't have to go back and watch all of Dragon Ball if you haven't already been doing so. You don't have to go back and listen to all of our episodes if you haven't been doing so. You can just jump in the line, shake your body in time, and, and just enjoy the podcast on the latest and greatest episode. Oh, yeah. And as a reminder, Vince has to summarize almost 150 episodes of Dragon Ball. Just shy. In less than a minute. Just uh, one episode shy, which is, as we know, 149 episodes. Vince, are you ready to summarize? <sighs> Again, for the for the people in the back, 149 episodes of Dragon Ball? That's a lot of hours am I am I Am I stressing you out with the 149 episodes you have to recap? I'm just thankful that you can't currently see how sweaty I am and how hard I'm pulling it's my dropping collar. dropping on the mic. Oh, okay, well then I better get I started. hear the stretch of elastic. <laughs> All right. Oh, you're, oh no, now your stomach. Oh, oh no. Uh, I better get this you going. Better, yeah, hurry up. All right, here we go. In three, two, one. There are seven magic Dragon Balls. When you get them all together, you can make a wish for anything you want. Goku meets a girl named Bulma out in the woods, and they go on an adventure to find the seven magic Dragon Balls. They run into Emperor Pilaf. Goku helps stop them by turning into a giant ape. Along the way, they run into Yamcha, Oolong Poir, a bunch of other great characters, Master Roshi. And Goku's like, hey, that Master Roshi guy, he's kind of a perp, but I want to train with him. Then he meets his boy Krillin. They train. They go to the Tenkaichi tournament. They lose. Uh, Goku loses to Master Roshi in disguise. Then... Goku's like, hey, that four-star Dragon Ball, that was a memento of my grandfather. I got to go find it. He beats the Red Ribbon Army with the help of his friends, kind of. After that, Goku's like, oh, there's a new tournament coming up, so I'm going to go train and, and get ready for it. And blah, 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 blah. Krillin dies to the hands of King Piccolo. Goku defeats King Piccolo. King Piccolo has a son. He fights him in the next Hankai tournament when he's all grown up, all glowed up. He then defeats Piccolo, but spares his life. And now he Goku is off after denying God the... the his stewardship, and now he's <laughs> with his fiance, trying to find a flower or something. Oh god! <laughs> uh, I looked at the clock and it freaked me out. <laughs> I, I usually don't listen. I usually don't look at the clock, but I saw it counting down to three, two, one, and I panicked. <laughs> I just panicked. I mean, it's they're looking for something in nature, right? It's called the Bancho Fan. I know what it is, and they're looking for the ingredients to the Bancho Fan. That's where we left they off don't, in the last No, episode. no appendums. Mm-mm. No denouements to this one-minute roundup. No. Uh, because, look, if this wasn't enough of a recap for you, look, we know we said you didn't have to go back and listen to our old episodes, but they're right there in that same podcast app or YouTube playlist that you're listening to this on. It would not be that difficult to listen to our past episodes if you have not already. No. I'll, I'll just leave that on the table next to the chips and dip, mm -hmm, and we mm -hmm. will move on with cool. our Kame housekeeping. Exactly. And the next bit is when we let you know that Vince and I, we watch two different versions of Dragon Ball. I watch the English subtitled version. Well, Vince, Vince watches the English dub version. And we do this because, look, we goofed. At first, it was a mistake, and we were horrified when we found this out. But once we started talking about it, we realized, no, 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 my friend. This is a disaster piece, and she'll be part of our legacy in, in podcasting. Because the two different versions, they're 
a lot of times there are fun differences, uh, things that are lost or redone in translation, and they're fun to compare and contrast. And the first thing is usually the title. Now, Vince, if I can peel back the digital curtain a little bit. Okay, okay, sure. The way that Funimation now, uh, our preferred <laughs> video service, not sponsored, though we wish they would. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's how that's how we watch it. It's easy for us. I usually get the English title. It'll pop up in the corner. I try to avert my eyes. Uh, right. Like, and actually in this instance, I don't know what your title is. So <gasps> if you could go first. You got Because I'm very excited to hear what this English title is for this episode. Okay. I'm, now I'm as excited to hear your title now. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> episode 150 of Dragon Ball. Fire Eater. Yep, yep. <laughs> He's fire I'm the eater. fire eater. Savage fire, fire eater. eater. <laughs> the fire eater. Oh, I thought you were going to be too young for that reference. No, you know why? Because that song is in the first Transporter movie, and I love that movie, so I learned <laughs> to love that song because it's in the sequence where he... Uh, he, he, uh, he transports. Well, he realizes that there's a woman in the car. Spoiler alert for transporter. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he goes back and like basically ruins this house where he got like where he was supposed to not check. Like they basically learn that he knew what was in the bag. And then that song kicks in. and It's just Jason Statham just just kicking ass. It's so good. The movie's so good. <sighs> I have only seen the transporter three, but I did see it in theaters. When I was working at the theater. Okay. As long as you. So it was free. Yeah. As long as you don't have to pay for the Transporter 3. (laughs) I think Transporter 3 is the one where uh, Jason Statham flips his BMW to get a bomb off the bottom. Yes. I was about to say that's the the crown jewel of that entire movie. (laughs) The set piece the movie's built around. Yeah. That's what they came up with at first and then built everything around it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Including the villain. Or the sub-villain, which is a, a femme fatale with blonde short hair and lots of lingerie and guns in every scene. She's mm-hmm. always just opening up a uh, a trench coat and then oozies, oozies, oozies. <laughs> and titties, titties, titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Transporter franchise. When will that get the reboot it deserves? Jason Statham can still do it. He can st- oh, wait, I bet you there's a non-compete. He can only drive cars in the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> Transporter, oh, Transporter 4 will be him on a bike. <laughs> it's it's every other vehicle they can yeah. <laughs> You would think, not not to harp on the Transporter so much, but this, it's, that, it's that kind of podcast, folks. Um, you would think the sequel would be like, we already drove a car. You should drive something else. Right. <laughs> he, you'd think they'd like get, cr- like, uh, you think the third one would be him like, I've got to get this shuttle to Mars. <laughs> yes. Oh, before it blows up. Yes. And it's him drifting in space. <laughs> and of course, there Firestarter are- <laughs> is in all three. <laughs> somehow there are at the end of the space shuttle, there are flames from the exactly. tire train. Somehow. Somehow. He's uh, in five. He's drifting a dirigible across the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I go I get- I got- uh, it's okay. a prequel. <laughs> oh, it's his it's ancestor. The, it's his ancestor. 
Mr. Transporter, you've got to get around the world in 80 days. Can you do it? Oh, I guess I can do it. I guess I, I just won't look what's in uh, this compartment here. Better not be a human being. Hello, hello, I'm Chappie, the lovable scamp, <laughs> and I'm your sidekick. Oh, I shouldn't have looked. Firestarter. He's a firestarter. <laughs> and that's on strings. But yeah, that's that's on, like, violin strings. It's a song that Beethoven invented, <laughs> is what we come to find out. He hears it like, that's a catchy... Well, he feels it because he was deaf for that Mozart, I forget. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. All the greats, they were deaf in some way. Uh, all right, well, <laughs> Transporter 5, <laughs> around the world in... 80 deaths (laughs) will be coming soon from us. But for first, we got to talk about this episode and the English subtitled title, which is episode 150 of Dragon Ball, the magical fire eating bird. All right. Now I get it. Like I'm with it. I, I, you know, I can't complain about either of these today because uh, this episode is very fun. Just fun, I guess. To me, I, I liked a lot of what happens. And, oh, Aaron, our favorites are back after a long hiatus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get right into it. Can we? Mm-hmm. Go, I, permission granted. I've Leaving transported the you here. <laughs> I've transported you here successfully. You may start the podcast proper. Uh <laughs> So Shu and Mai are back, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Oh my goodness, that lovable dog man and uh, woman with eyeliner are back. So you know, you know who's coming up later. But I, I gotta save that reveal. But we see, uh, we see Shu and Mai. This is after the recap. Shu and Mai, they've got their binoculars and they're scoping somebody out. They they see a man in what I thought was a spacesuit, and I was like, who is she? And <laughs> what planet are we on for a minute? But, you know, that gets cleared up pretty, mm-hmm. pretty easy. No, I there was definitely some spatial dissonance. Like, wait, are we are we back at Fire Mountain? Where where the fuck are we? Right, right, right. But then we do get like a quick cut to Fire Mountain where uh, the people of Fire Mountain have started a fire line. They might as well spit. Yeah. At this point, man, I don't know what they're doing. The English dub. I, I I don't remember exactly what was said, but there the there were people talking to the firefighter who was spraying the fire, and um, like, well, can't you do anything? And very plainly, he's like, "We're fighting the fire as best we can. We have to keep dousing it, or something like that." And then it was like a quick cut. I was like, "I wonder, I wonder if this guy was like the last firefighter because he's the only person in uniform. If he's mm-hmm. the last firefighter, and he's just like." I'm not getting any closer to that. I was here when Fire Mountain went up the first time. I've lost every. I've lost my whole platoon, my whole ladder company. <laughs> funny you should say that. Not not the death of several firemen. Uh, the funny part is that you think he's he he, probably, he does in mine have a have a bit of a sassy bent to him. Ooh, hit me with as, that. As he says, "quote <clears throat> No way we can put out a mother of a fire like this." Whoa. Straight up like, I don't know why I'm still doing this. <laughs> this is pointless. <laughs> this is futile. <laughs> I should be working on emergency services by evacuating the mountain mm-hmm, instead of mm-hmm. hosing down lava. <laughs> hosing down never-ending lava. We were picking up where, again, we left off from last episode. 
Goku and Chi Chi make it to Roshi's Island. We see I, I, we're getting all these great returning characters because uh, Turtle's there. Oh, yeah. and Turtle Polishing is just, the siding yeah. of the house. I I want I, in my mind Turtle just finished painting the house. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's toweling down the house. Goku and Chi Chi arrive, and Turtle does not recognize Goku for a for a minute. There's, again, some. Oddly long takes on nothing in this episode, but that's fine with me because it's all in service of some good fun. Because um, I like the turtle is like, Goku, it's you. Oh, my God. I like that. And then I like that uh, a bunch of slow jokes happen. Did you get a? Did you get any like jokes when they were like, let's go find this book that has the instructions on how to build the Bancho fan? They there weren't slow jokes, but there was some wordplay that I'm sure got changed and moved around. And we sort of figure out Turtle's name. Kind <gasps> of. Wait, you get Turtle's so, name? A little bit, which is odd. You'd think we'd get that sooner, or maybe this is just what Turtle means, and I'm dumb. Oh, Again, okay. for the for the new listener, we don't do research. Nope. That's not our thing. There are better people That's, at it than us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, when we get to the mailbag, uh, we'll, we'll see that as well. But you, we, you fine folks are a research team, and we want you to tell us when we're wrong and dumb. Yes, please. Humble us. <laughs> folks, that's the only way we'll learn. Mm-hmm. If you don't correct us, we'll just grow too powerful and ignorant. <laughs> Once Turtle recognizes Goku, Goku says, quote, How have you been? You're a Gomi. And then in brackets, it says blockhead. So you're a Gomi means blockhead. And then frustrated turtle, like, it's umagami. So a one so a one sort of syllable, syllable. off difference. That's a good joke. I like that Uma, joke. Yeah. Umagami is this, uh, so, so, so you they just put a bunch of slow jokes to replace it, I'm guessing. Yeah. I it's a lot of like Chi Chi, like our turtle explaining that, oh, the book that you're looking for, it's probably in Master Roshi's closet. Bum bum bum. <laughs> If only. Uh, but then Chi-Chi's running into the into the house. Goku followed behind. And Chi-Chi's like, hurry up. And then Turtle's like, I'm trying. <laughs> she says they it like twice. haven't built the ramp yet for like, me. Yeah, and she says it twice because she's also yelling at Goku. She's like, hurry up, you two. Come on. And I just like her, that. Well, her dad is in mortal peril. This is the true. Past, I'd say day. No, because we also learn that it's only been a couple of... Or Goku says it could take hours for them to get back from Papaya Island. Uh. Right. So that means everything that has transpired thus far from after <laughs> Papaya Island has only happened in like several hours. That semi makes sense, but also... Imagine being in a burden. Well, please don't, because that's a horrible imagining. Mm-mm. But a burning castle for several hours. You're you're you have to be out of adrenaline at that point. So you're just just running. Well, first, on of all, you, first of all, you, look, you suffocate. Let's, let's yeah. be honest. Ox, the, if the this was a cartoon, Ox King dead. <laughs> he would need that spacesuit that we saw earlier. Yeah, they come. Yeah, may, they come back. It's it's an Uncle Owen Aunt Baru situation. <laughs> For sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, because he's the Ox King in his cartoon, he, he's fine, folks. Uh, he and the dress are fine. If I can spoiler this, they're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't looked ahead, but uh, come on. Come on. 
Come on. We know how plot armor works. Mm-hmm. Plus, Can we... plus 20 resistance to all peril. <laughs> mm-hmm. But here's the question. <laughs> if Ox King and the wedding dress separated, who would live... Who is more important to the plot at this point in time? Oh, hot dang. Hot Who's protecting dang. who? Who's mm. protecting who? I don't want to answer that question. <laughs> yeah. I don't. It's a Sophie's choice. That's <laughs> an Ox choice. Man, we're just, we're blocking each other <laughs> left and right mm-hmm. on this episode. <laughs> we, can't, we can't get past each other. Stuck in so, a small corridor. <laughs> yeah, surrounded like, by flames. We keep going to... One of us will move left and the other will move left and we'll say we're sorry mm-hmm. or care to, you know, like, yeah, a little stance. And then we'll like do that twirl thing, but end up in the same spot. But like, dang it. <laughs> yeah, I do try to juke you, but it doesn't instead pull the stiff arm. It don't it don't work. I just I reverted to my football ways and almost tackled you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you slammed your hand against the wall and I'm blushing. Yeah. <laughs> I forget the technical term for that. You y'all know. Yeah. Y'all played Yakuza 6. That's a long (laughs) side mission in that game. (laughs) What I do want to talk about, maybe this one stuck us. We get a shot of the gang flying back from Papaya Island, which I'm sure the airport was a disaster to get through Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. after the devastation. If I could be a New Yorker for a minute, it's going to be like JFK next week. Bing Mm. bong! Delays, delays out the wazoo. That's why you fly out of Newark. Newark, you fool. There's a train. It goes right there. Yep. It's like six uh, bucks. LaGuardia, JFK, nah. Nah, EWR. Fly out of Jersey, baby. Do it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's Not sponsored by EWR, but (laughs) we'll take the sponsorship. So we see them on a plane, and I want to ask about, everyone's asleep except for pretty much launch, who is just slamming back Bud Lights. Of course. And Bulma, who's like reading a magazine, or she's on a tablet, something like that. Tien is sitting... I want to know why Tien isn't sitting next to Launch. They're sitting... They're across the aisle from each other, mm-hmm. but they're not sitting together. Hmm. And Bulma's definitely not next to Yamcha. Uh... Maybe they just maybe they just wanted a little bit of time away from him, you know. Maybe they smell because there weren't any showers left on the island after what happened. Actually, you know what that is. After uh, we both lived with the Ferrisex for extended periods of time, mm-hmm. yeah, that's probably. It. I that's think it's it. Everybody stinks. Hundred percent the answer. Everybody stinks. <laughs> stinky ass. Got that blade. nose and that beard. Like uh, this stale beer is uh, <laughs> way more pleasant. Than your stale wood pee. And it's not like they, I guarantee they didn't shower before the tournament. No. <laughs> You're kidding me? They came in from the woods. Yeah, they all ran in. <laughs> <laughs> There's, yeah. They haven't showered in weeks. <laughs> oh, imagine being on that plane. Oh, martial artist lifestyle. Almost dying. Now you got to deal with this. <laughs> That's why I launched you has to get drunk. It's like a, a knock me out, please, God. <laughs> Kami, come on. Kami, you couldn't have given me more booze over here. <laughs> uh, launch, you, first of all, you disrespected me, so not cool. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm not a drinking God. I'm, I'm the straight edge God. <laughs> oh, you ain't the drinking God? Well, I am the drinking God, so I need more booze ASAP. I just hey. crushed a can. I need another one. I can't. I'm busy. 
What kind sort of guardian of are you? Dealing with the death of a lot of people on Papaya Island. Listen here, uh, I don't care about any death on Papaya Island that wasn't my own. <laughs> Wait, you kill anyone on Papaya huh? Island real quick? Anything you want to confess to call me? Uh, look, I was Catholic for a time. I know how confession works. Mm-hmm. Uh, forgive me, Kami, for I have sinned. Uh, I, okay, cool. <laughs> done. Done and done. I'll yep, take that beer, please. Uh, <laughs> nope, wrong. Again, wrong God. That's Pope. Look, if you want some of Popo's, he he makes some wine. He makes some basic wine. He makes, uh, he does the, he does the whiskey at home. He He's a big home brewer. Well, you want to talk to him? Fine, let me talk to Popo. Jeez, All right, uh, I'm thirsty. <laughs> Popo launches on the phone. She has a question about your homebrew. Oh, oh, my homebrew. Finally, someone taking an interest. Anyway, here we go. <clears throat> Let me cough and change my voice real quick. <clears throat> All right, yeah. Where's oh. uh, hey, <clears throat> I'm on this plane. Can you, like, magic me some booze here? Well, I'll first have to tell you all about how I made it. <laughs> oh, boy. So I first took yeah. hops and parley for the beer that I've, I've been growing up here on the lookout all hey, by myself. Hey, you got any of those little bottles? No. <laughs> We're all out. Damn it. Damn it. All right, I'll keep listening. So anyway, there was was a very strange hop that I found. Turned out to be a rare hop no one had ever seen. There's a little bit left in this can. I created the greatest IPA ever invented. Then... All right, well, you know what? No, thanks. I didn't realize it was this hoity-toity. Look, I love the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, (laughs) A, a crappy beer... And a lukewarm burger. Well, could... Because I'm American. Well, could Popo maybe offer you a nice mead or barley uh, wine? Goodbye, goodbye. You're breaking up. Wait, Click. crystal balls don't have... Oh. Did you send her the booze, Kami? I mean, Popo, shit. <laughs> Take two. Did you send her the booze, Popo? No, Kami, I did not. I was trying to explain to her the merits of IPA brewing and home brewing uh, You're breaking up. And then, what? <laughs> Bye. How are you phasing out of existence right in front of my eyes? No, Popo. <laughs> <laughs> and see. Uh. Oh, poor Popo. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> uh, put it on a shirt. Put it, on, put it on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. Put Nopo on a shirt. Ding, ding. They go to the darkest, deepest place they can go. The back of Roshi's closet. And, and Turtle's just throwing out nudie mags. Chi-Chi's in the corner covering her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. Chi-Chi's like, I can't look at this stuff. I can't look at I can't look at a lady. I'm a lady. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Turtle's just like, oh, sorry. Don't look at that. Uh, I don't know Ooh. where that came from. Oops, my bad. Oh, <laughs> that's so fun. They didn't do anything like that. Yeah, Turtle's very much, he's apologizing the whole time. <laughs> it's great. Well, just don't, just look, don't touch him. <laughs> is my advice. <laughs> Fine. And then finally, he pulls out a dusty old tome, slams it on the ground. The puts translation on his, go. Puts on his glasses. Oh, his cute little his round cute reading little glasses. Round glasses. Uh, adorable. Sorry for derailing. 
Oh, what? You don't think I don't love turtle in glasses? <laughs> He's so cute. I now need him in a sweater. Mm-hmm. I mean, a turtleneck's a bit much. Much, but I but like where your head's at. A nice, you know, rib knitting. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. his art. That's that's his uh, author's photo, baby. Put that on the back of Infinite Jest. <laughs> turtle lives with his master, Roshi. He is the pet. <laughs> This is his first novel. He has a son. So the book is called The Turtle Hermit Style. Mm. It has a little silhouette of Roshi on top of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And as he's flipping through, we learn about the Bancho fan. We learn its properties. We learn that it's made from the feathers of the titular bird, the fire-eating bird, uh, down at Mount Kiwi. So New Zealand area? That's what I'm assuming. I'm assuming this is like their version of New Zealand. Because even even when we get, because um, we do get a nice, a very sweet flying sequence between Goku and Chi-Chi. They're on the Nimbus. They're flying across the ocean and dolphins are jumping over them, sparkling them with glittering uh, water droplets. And Chi-Chi just loves it. But then we got, and we see that Kiwi Island is like, what is the term for a small group of islands? Archipelago. An archipelago. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Kiwi Island is an archipelago with a giant volcano in the center. That's that's basically it. Goku mm-hmm. and then Chi Chi. When they arrive, they go on a long walk through a very hot tunnel. <laughs> I did like this scene. This next scene because Goku hears something, and you know, as the audience were led to believe that this might be the titular fire eating bird, the fire bird, um, and turns out. Instead, it's just a giant lizard. Giant lizard that Goku calms in the same way that the crocodile hunter does. Basically just talks it down and touches it on the nose. It's very, again, a lot of cute things happen in this episode. Goku saying like, oh, hey, buddy, sorry we woke you up. You can go back to bed now. We we, we don't want to disturb you. Like, hey, the lizard is very pleased. Like, oh, thank God, no one has touched me <laughs> in years. Finally, the touch of someone else. <laughs> Instead yeah. <laughs> of just the the hot rocks that I have to call my yeah. home. Look, we know ba- back in the day when Goku was but a child, he would have ate that lizard. Oh, my God. He would without, without a doubt. Like, I'll save you, Chi-Chi. <laughs> Snap neck. <laughs> and like, he wouldn't even have to roast it. He could just skin it and cook it on the hot rocks. Yeah, while you're... Fu- yeah, oh, a nice hibachi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go Hibachi-style giant lizard. <laughs> Goku, my my dad's burning alive. Maybe we shouldn't stop <laughs> so you can cook a lizard. I always forget that underneath all of this that we're watching, <laughs> there's a man terrified in a tower holding a dress that was that belonged to his dead wife as anthropomorphic flames try to kill him at every turn. Let, let him pass out. <laughs> yes. Why can't he get knocked out? Because canonically, canonically, the Ox King is suffering through, and as we'll find out here shortly, a day of being in a burning building. Canonically, he has suffered through this. And every second is agony, waiting and wondering when rescue will come. Yeah, this isn't hot yoga, folks, okay? Nobody is, like, doing a downward dog in, in there with him. Nobody's like, oh, isn't it good just to sweat out all the impurities? There are no impurities left. Ox King is just, he's a dry box of tinder. 
trying to avoid the encroaching flames of death. But, he, you know, we're going on an adventure, so none of that matters. <laughs> he, no wonder he shrunk down in Z and Super. His, his respiratory system is probably jacked up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, uh, I'd hate to look at the x-ray of his lungs. All that ash mm-hmm. and heat. Probably got popcorn lung. He's, I mean, he's also vaping at the same time. Of course, is, of course. That's his own fault. Look, can't. <laughs> it's like, uh, I got nothing else to do. I better. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm here. Got this jewel. <laughs> oh, the last Grizz Mint. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing keeping him. That's his. It's like, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out my way, riding a hoverboard. <laughs> and, and vaping my face off. <laughs> Uh, so there's some solace, at least. Mm-hmm. Aaron, I, I just another another uh, sidetrack. I just it came to my mind that we've lived long enough to watch vaping become the villain. Vaping was the hero of our generation. Mm-hmm. Then it became the villain <laughs> very quickly. She and my encounter the same lizard. But she was like, oh, I know how to fix this. Hey, man, we're sorry. And he goes up to try and pet the lizard down. But... He he didn't grow up like uh, Goku did, so he can't reach. <laughs> this is true. And uh, yeah, they they face they face the wrath of the lizard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm just thinking about a tall shoe. <gasps> and I kind of don't like it. You don't like a tall shoe? You ever watch regular show about the bird and the raccoon and their uh, slackers? Ah, uh, no, I I've seen clips. I've never watched the regular show. So I have watched Gumball, but not the regular show. Mm, very funny. So the raccoon, Rigby, has a brother who looks just like him and is also naked like him, but has the body of a man. <laughs> He's just a tall, what? muscular raccoon man and is extremely upsetting. And canonically, I believe in the show, he is naked. Well, okay. Canonically in the show. This show sounds hilarious. <laughs> It's actually really good. His bro- He's mad at his brother because everyone loves his brother. Ah, uh, of course, of course. His tall, his tall, nude, muscular brother. So wait, does he have like human skin or? No, he still has skin. raccoon skin. Oh, raccoon skin. Sorry. I wish you could look this up. Can't. So That's it, technically so research. It's oh, the cats from the new cats movie. Oh, that's what it is. No, I don't that's like that. That's what it is. I don't like yeah, that yeah, at yeah. all. So imagine shoe like that. No, nah. no. Keep you shoe out sm- of cats. Yeah, <laughs> you t- you stay small, boy. Stay small, shoe. Like like we love you to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the rest of this before the commercial is just them. They're walking on edges. Goku mm-hmm. and Chi Chi have a better time than Shu and Mai. Right. They're having their comical pratfalls into love. Not into lava. Close. Close. And finally, Chi Chi falls down. And discovers that there is a giant egg surrounded by spotlights and machines. Mm. Ooh. And then out of nowhere, a spaceman comes and reveals himself to be Goku! Goku, your kids! We gotta go back in time! <laughs> They're dicks! <laughs> your son Gohan, he becomes a wimp! <laughs> And then there's a Gotenks. Well, he's uh, he's a rat. Well, he's kind of all right. He's fine. People give him a hard time, but he's fine. He's, <laughs> you know how people don't like kids in anime because they're too much of a rapscallion. But even though he's super powerful, honestly, you should give your legacy to Goten. He's fine. He's fine. Gohan, uh, yeah, he's a big nerd. 
Thanks to her. <laughs> so you want to? Uh, so a Delorean in and out. What, what are we doing here? And see. And commercial. Vince, these dang done holidays aren't going anywhere. Dashing through the snow, and I'm singing to a tune. There are all these noises in my up in my attic. And I looked up. There's there's a family of Christmas ornaments living there now. And I fed them some wassail and some eggnog. You know, I'm not a jerk. No. It's cold out. I'm going to let them in. Just like you should let in the Christmas spirit by going to watch Feast of the Seven Fishes. Now available in theaters in select cities and on demand wherever you get movies. You can buy it. You can rent it. You can do all kinds of things. And... If you're a new listener, you're thinking to yourself, why are they talking about some Christmas movie with fish in it? This don't sound like no anime. It's not. Sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll make an anime one day. Uh, but we're talking about because I edited it. It's the first feature film I edited. I'm in two scenes. You get to see my face. They, they made me get a perm for it. Oh, and it looks good. I saw some photos. It looks good. Uh, Vince does a voice in it because he's my friend and I asked him to. And I said, yes. And he, and he, he's like, hey, man, there, there ain't no money in this. He's like, that's fine. <laughs> it's like, I get it. <laughs> so he's a very, so this, this, is his, this is his payment. Good cheer. So, yeah, if, if you want a Christmas movie that's not fucking sappy, as of this recording, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Dang. Better than, I think, Charlie. Like, it's commercial, so I can do research. <laughs> this is a Dragon Ball, so I can do research. This is a Dragon Ball. What's a better than that's in theaters? Better rating than Charlie's Angels? Mm-hmm. Better rating than The Good Liar? Okay. Better rating than Midway? Midway? Uh, I think it's like a World War II movie. Uh, yes. About planes and stuff. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh... Not a bit same rating as Scandalous, the untold story of the National Enquirer, which is some documentary that actually I would be interested in. <laughs> uh, better rating than The Joker. <gasps> I'm sorry, not The Joker. Joker, Joker. is all I'm going to say. It's a bit c- canonically, mm-hmm. critically, critically, a better movie than Joker. A better movie is all than I'm gonna Joker. Say. And Aaron, is anybody uh, is anybody <laughs> dancing on any steps of the Bronx in your film? <sighs> There is dancing. It's mm. in a living room, but there are no steps involved. I'm sorry. This movie, it it earned the rating. It's better <laughs> than Joker. So, like, if be a pal, be a friend, be be a listener. If you want and you can, please rent or buy Feast with the Seven Fashion movies. It would mean a lot to me. It would mean a lot to Vince. It would mean a lot. We I worked stupidly fucking hard on this movie. Yeah, I, I don't think you all understand how hard this man worked to and, and get... Not, mm. And I've definitely not been properly compensated monetarily. <laughs> so the next best thing is for y'all to watch it and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tweet about it. Yeah, the better this movie does, the, the you know, it, this is the beginning of the snowball. The the more things I'll be able to do mm-hmm. career wise, um, and, and the longer uh, his coattails get, so I can ride them all yeah. the way to success. <laughs> uh, thank you to friend of the show Noah. Thanks to power listener Honeybee for already you know they they given me proof of show me proof of purchase. Honeybee showing say, that proof you. of pu- you showing receipts. Honeybee, Honeybee trying to expense <laughs> this bad boy. <laughs> 
Yeah, write it off somehow. <laughs> uh, but thank you all, all the support so far. Uh, thank you for future support. Uh, and this is fun for the whole family. You can have the whole, pop it in for the whole family. Say, and when my scenes come up, like, I listen to that man's podcast. It has nothing to do with Christmas. <laughs> And then you sneak in like, oh, a podcast? What's that about? Mm, cross promotion. Ooh, we just gave you the cross promotion playbook. Yeah, yeah, boy. Put that. So, okay. <laughs> Aside from buying and renting this, my other request is an IMDb <gasps> under fun facts about the movie. Yes. Someone please say the co-host of Kame House Party. Vince White and Aaron J. Shelton are involved in the movie. Aaron was the editor and stars as Stallings. Vince is the voice of the DJ in the strip club scene. Word for word, slap that baby on IMDb. I'm sure <laughs> the director will not be mad in any way. Because <laughs> there's no such thing as bad publicity, baby. Uh-uh. Go and rent the film or buy it I digitally. I will send you a shirt or a mug if you or a sticker if you give me proof that you did that. Mm. That is that is an Aaron guarantee. That is Aaron's seal of approval. Mm. Someone, oh, someone, please, please do that. And I'll leave you with this little jingle so you can always remember what to do. Mm. Mm. And go and rent this film or buy it digitally. Go and see your boy. He's on the silver screen. If you want to get some merch and do some things, then go to IMDb and write all the things he said. Oh, Seven Fishes is a film that Aaron edited. He got a permens in the film and so is his friend Vince. Hey, it's a film. Go see it. Now I'm ending the song. And that's when we go back to the episode and I say so long. Right after the commercial. We we were slammed with the fact that Ox King is alive, but is <laughs> is suffering horribly. Liter- he, he may literally be in hell. <laughs> He's got to be praying for death at this point, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. He's saying, please take me to the home for infinite losers. Please. I don't care if I don't die in battle. Just I'll cover my the dress with my body. So Chi-Chi can have it. <laughs> yeah. When Chi-Chi finds my burnt egg-shaped ashes... <laughs> And when she goes to barely touch it, it just crumbles. But the dress is revealed, like a Kinder egg. Yeah, like a yeah. horrible, a horrible <laughs> like Kinder a egg, macabre, <laughs> Cronenberg-esque Kinder egg. Uh, all right, let's move. On. No wonder the but, show moves on. But look, speaking of eggs, we get mm-hmm. a cut back to where we left Goku, Chichi, and the old man, <laughs> the old science man from space. Uh, I thought, see, here's the thing. I thought he was someone we were supposed to know. I didn't realize he was a rando. He looks. Yeah, I thought it was going to be somebody that we knew, too. I mean, it's clear it's not Dr. Giroux. No. We don't even meet him until way later on. It's not the other doctor, Dr. From- Jafro. <laughs> you you know who I'm talking about. I know about. who you're talking about. That smooth ass doctor from Sinos oh. Village. Yeah, 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 yeah. That slapping 70s ass <laughs> doctor who was definitely at every taping of Soul Train. <laughs> <laughs> he got mad watching Black Dynamite. <laughs> That's not how it happened. <laughs> this is a farce. A farce of me. <laughs> I know Taekwondo, not Kung Fu. God damn it. 
There's a difference. <laughs> they introduce themselves. Chi-Chi, and again, I know, Japan, the 80s, Dragon Ball. They introduce themselves. Goku's like, hi, I'm Goku. And then Chi-Chi's like, I'm his wife. <laughs> In that exact voice. <laughs> Like, I think they're a little bit I, I more. Hates pro- it. Yeah, I think they're a little bit more progressive in mine. It's like I'm Goku. I'm Chi Chi. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I, there's there's did no one like thing right. <laughs> we get the bird once all that's fastest. We get the story of the fire eating bird. About forty fucking years ago, the mama bird died because she was crushed by a boulder. And the scientist, I guess, has been keeping this egg technically alive inside, mm-hmm. but he has no idea when it'll hatch or even if it's going to hatch. In, in mine, he said the uh, the warmth of the mountain is the only thing that's keeping the egg alive. They, as, as the scientist is, you know, waxing poetic about the plight of the fire-eating bird and this egg being the last one and it's hooked up to diodes and all this other kind of stuff, there's an eruption or they assume it's an eruption. Uh-uh-uh. It's an Eggman-style drilling device. Yes! That produces Shu and Mai, who then give one of the best intros to any character in this series. <laughs> They're, they're introducing, yeah, they're introducing someone. Vince, uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I wrote down some choice words, so I'm curious. <sighs> I didn't, I, unfortunately, I didn't write down much of that. You had. I had, one, <laughs> I had one job. No, what, what, what do you got? What do you got? I was just going to say, uh, the feeling that I immediately got when I watched, after they were like, the greatest mine and the most feared in all of the underworld. Uh, uh, and Emperor Pilaf like is revealed in like this tiny little capsule on the side of the machine. <laughs> <laughs> all I heard in my in my head was like, guess who's Bazak in the building? <laughs> like I was like, yes, Pilaf, my man, the funniest character in Dragon Ball. He 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 did he did figure out like, I gotta, I gotta jazz this intro up. Yeah. Here's what Shu and Mai say, respectively. Robbery, tattletelling, speeding, blackmail, stealing other people's food. He'll do anything if it's for money. His name, Mr. Pilaf Daimo. Wow. Wow. He, gave his, he made his last name king. He made his last name king. He, Pilaf's making moves. This might just be the, you know, placement of adjectives and titles and how, like, titles go on the end. hmm So would it be, technically, would it be King Mr. Pilaf? I, that, that's a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's a shirt. That I'm could like, be a tattoo. Weren't you an emperor, weren't you an emperor at one point, bud? <laughs> what's a, what's an <laughs> emperor to a king? <laughs> what's a king to a mister? <laughs> <laughs> Emperor came off as kind of a snooty with the with the focus group. They preferred king, but only if it was, you know, sort of downplayed by a mister. That's right, Saya. And uh, I've been doing the analytics for for this for a while now. And uh, your SEO is through the roof. What other what other keywords can we add to my name? Uh, Fortnite. Yes, it, uh, maybe if it was uh, King Mister Pilaf Emperor Fortnite, then uh, we'd get even more SEO, and they might even put you as an avatar in the game. 
I've already changed my name like three times, though. This is the paperwork is getting out of hand. But Diddy did it. Did it explain? Oh, you were talking uh, about the Puff Daddy. I'm talking about Sean Combs, Combs aka yes. P Diddy, aka Puff Daddy, aka Diddy, aka uh, 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 don't hit me. I forgot the last one. Ah, <laughs> uh, you fool shoe. Dunk. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, sire. Don't make me tickle you again. Please don't. Please. Don't make me rub your little belly and make your leg move. Oh, Saya, please. It's so embarrassing. Please don't do it. Especially, mm-hmm. especially not in front of my. Oh, no. Yeah, don't do it in front of me. I'm shy. <laughs> That's my gripe with it. Th- thanks for finally contributing, my. I've been working my ass off for this deck, and we were supposed to present it together. Look, you know I'm trying to launch my YouTube channel, my makeup tutorials. How to get red eyeliner. My makeup. Mm-hmm. M-A-I. Cute, right? It's so cute. You're doing a great do job. Wanna, do you want to? Oh, thank you. Do you want to guest on it one day? Uh, sure. We can talk about dog fashion. Ooh, my tail is wagging. Hey, that means you like it. Please don't show me that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm very shy. <laughs> I'm embarrassed now, too. What about my name? Ah! <laughs> Let's get it going. Sire. What is this garbage? Wait, what if What if my last name was you, too? <laughs> Oh, Sire, that's so smart. Mm, Emp- yeah. King, Mr. Emperor, peel off Fortnite YouTube. Uh, Logan Paul? Sire, yeah, please. <laughs> I told you stop watching Logan Paul. It's bad for you. you uh, he's so, f- look, he's so funny and my brand of humor. And, you know, we're both, we're both just bad guys, you know? Oh, Having that's fun. For, that's for being sure. Being bad guys. Yeah, everybody has yep. fun being a bad guy. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, Billy, throw. What if I change my last name to Eilish? All right, so let me run this down one more time. Mm-hmm. It's King. Lay it on Mis- me. <coughs> it's King, Mister Emperor Fort. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I'm typing it into Vista Print right now to see the proofs of the cards. King, Mister Emperor Pilaf Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Eilish Logan Paul YouTube. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Submit. Oh, it's too. That it's already taken. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Don't. Just don't. Don't grab me with those hands from the robot, please. Please, Sire. Anything but that. Oh no. Grab. Grab. <laughs> I'm gonna rub that belly. Go. Uh, who's a bad boy? Uh, who's a bad boy? Uh, I am. I can't. I can't watch this because I'm shy. Bye. And <laughs> see. Finally, some character development for my. Jeez. Uh, now uh. we know her thing. Mm-hmm. She's shy. <laughs> She's shy, and she loves doing makeup tutorials. Watching this. I, I will say I felt a little bad for abandoning her because I, I do remember in our very, very early episodes when Mai was first introduced, mm-hmm. she was she was the waifu du jour. Yes. But uh, I'm sorry. Look, keep some better company, you know? I think that's it. I think that's once really Mai, I, I think I think Pilaf is holding back both Shu and Mai. But my especially, I think if my if my got out of that, if she got out of that structure, that corporate structure, the peel off corporate empire. Yeah, that she oh, could they flourish. Were to death. They, uh, she never gets a free weekend. 
I know. She has to use, she has to do her YouTube tutorials in the middle of the night. I know when she's not looking fresh. I know. She's very tired. She's very tired. Uh, we hear we hear Pilaf yelling in the background. It's not good for audio. No. And it makes it gives me concern. <laughs> she tried to do ASMR. It was just Pilaf yelling. <laughs> you got to try some things on your channel. See what sticks. See what see clicks. what sticks. So yeah, Pilaf is here. He, and he wants to steal the egg because <laughs> oh, you fiend! He's, He's gonna sell it to some fan. <laughs> Why? What was your reason? Wait, he's going to sell it to a fan of his? He's like, uh, of a fan. He's like, this is the only egg left of a fire-eating bird. I'm going to sell it to some fan of, I guess, fire-eating Eating birds. birds. <laughs> the word fan was yeah, explicit that's what, in that's, mind. I, I, I didn't get any fan. It was mostly Pilaf saying that he was going to sell it for uh, zillions of dollars. Ooh, yeah. Or millions of zenny. The, Zillions of zenny. Adjust for inflation. Oh, wait, no. That's how, it, in zenny, it's zillions, not billions. Ah. Uh, because we have American dollars, a.k.a. bucks. They have zenny. So. Like that Showtime show, zennies. Mm-hmm. Zillions. Fuck. Yeah. Fucked it up. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm out of here. <laughs> the Showtime show, I think Aaron was trying to say, the Showtime show, zillions, where it uh, follows the briefs, uh, <laughs> the briefs inner workings and who will who will become... The successor? Is, is that? That's, no. Those that's, are different. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> First of all, isn't it weird we both fucked up? Isn't it? But isn't it also weird that some of the top prestige television shows in this time when supposedly everyone hates companies mm-hmm. are about the super fucking mega rich? Yeah. And us trying, they're trying to get us to empathize with, with them. Hmm. The invisible hand at work. While we laugh, you know, we can laugh at them and we realize billionaires who crush us under the thumb of capitalism. They're just like us. <laughs> yeah, Pia, that's, yeah, he wants to sell it for money. Then they're like, hey, don't. Shu asks Chi Chi to come over and they kidnap her. And that's sort of the plan. Like, hey, we'll kill her if you don't let us take this egg. I have a question. Go for it. What did Shu say to Chi Chi to get her to come over there? Because Shu Shu goes, Hey girl, come over here. I have a secret. And Chi Chi walks over <laughs> to hear the secret. Like I know that it has to be different in yours, so that's what I wanted to get to. I literally Chi-Chi, in my notes. Everyone knows Chi Chi's can't resist a secret. Yo, everybody, Chi-Chi's can't resist a secret. Can't tell Chi-Chi nothing. Uh, loves gossip. <laughs> Chi-Chi's a full gossip. She's got, you know, she's described uh, uh, that Perez guy. Perez Hilton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chi-Chi's a He's, huge Perez Hilton fan. Yeah, that's still also, a relevant t- reference, uh, right? A huge Jeffree Star fan. That's another YouTube person, I believe. Are we, are we showing our age yet? Uh, Chi-Chi loves Bon Appetit. <laughs> uh, Chi-Chi love a Bon Appetit. Appetit. She loves binging with Babish. <laughs> so yeah, mine's just, she's just like, hey, please, hey girl, please get over here. And she just gets mad. She's like, I'm not some girl, I'm someone's wife. Hey. Look. She's not just some girl. She's not just some girl. But yes, they successfully, Aaron quotes, kidnap 
uh, Chi-Chi and hold her for, Aaron quotes again, ransom. This is also around the same time where Shu, Mai, and Emperor Pilaf have, like, they haven't seen Goku, so they don't know that it's him. And uh, I think it's Shu... At, uh, or no, Mai is starting to recognize him. She's like, I know him from somewhere. Shu says, yeah, he looks familiar. And then Shu asks Chi-Chi, she's like, hey, who is this guy? They recognize that it's Goku, which gives, uh, of course, they stagger back. and uh, 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 It's a fun and, double take, yeah. Yeah, uh, and that gives Chi-Chi just enough wiggle room to knock Mai and Shu off their butts. I do like that Chi Chi beat the crap out of both. Of them. I was really happy that they they uh, they uh, they made that happen. They gave Chi Chi agency in that moment, mm-hmm. and all I could say is, get you a girl who can do both. Get you a woman who can do both. Get you a person who can do both. <laughs> I think the subtext here, if we can deep dive into this a little bit, is that uh, I think Goku realized. He, he knows who these chumps are. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, Chi-Chi. I'm like, I don't need to intervene in this. Chi-Chi's got it. Yeah. I'm not marrying some weak woman. Also, Chi-Chi says that Emperor Pilaf's hat makes him look like a baby. Oh, yeah, that's right. He gets all steamed. It was fun. <laughs> he turns from a blue, that's why, blue that's goblin why dresses, to a red goblin. That's why she dresses Gohan like that. Because <laughs> he a good look. Wants, wants her baby to look like one. <laughs> yeah. Here's a hat to remind everyone that you're a baby. <laughs> Do you think the clothes we put on babies are just to embarrass them? Ooh, um, definitely there are some parents that are out to embarrass their children from day one by putting like, uh, my mom's other baby is a wine bottle. (laughs) Or player three has entered the game. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm sure I pissed off at least one listener <laughs> with that. <laughs> Sorry. Because that's the only time mm-hmm. before they can have free will. Quick. Qu- quick. Embarrass them. <laughs> embarrass this person. Before they can roll their eyes. <laughs> embarrass them. Before they can resist. Make them look dumb. And then they'll have to look at it later. <laughs> and be like, oh, that's cute. Why am I dressed like a bear? Because you were unbearable as a child. We had a, it was a tough two years with you, honey. You were oh. very fussy. <laughs> and we, we took pleasure wherever we could get it. We were, we were lightly shaming you, hon. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what we were doing. You didn't understand it, but it was mostly for us. We'd, uh, we'd take your bottles and put them just out of your reach. And we'd just laugh and laugh. And that's why today we're uh, we're sending you to boarding school. Yeah. That's why I got a vasectomy the day after you were born. Look, this neglect, it's not out of spite, just out of necessity. Uh, un- un- unlike you. Unlike <laughs> you. Definitely not a necessity. Goodbye. <laughs> and see. Don't be those parents, but do embarrass your children. Do embarrass your children. It's every parent's oh. right to embarrass their yeah. child. Be They're yourself. Gonna, let let them figure out what life is all about. How think about how many years they're gonna just fucking shit on you. Oh yeah. And then maybe the and if you're lucky, they'll come back around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but while you while you while you have power over this life, make them do dumb shit <laughs> for your amusement. 
Tis do, your right. Make them do all the Christmas cards you want. <laughs> How much money do you spend on them? You deserve this. Exactly. Dress them up as little reindeer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Make them pose with a dog on the steps. <laughs> Actually, that's fun. That's fun. Everybody likes posing love, with a dog. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll never not pose with a dog. So Chi-Chi breaks free. Goku breaks the Eggman-style drill. And I have to say Eggman-style because it looks like it was pulled right out of a Sonic cartoon. They redesigned it. <laughs> so everyone's happy with it now. Of course. <laughs> Goku... Yes, he punches, well, he one punches this machine into this into the side of the volcano. Pilaf, Shu, and Mai take off. Team Rocket's running off again. Then Goku and Chi-Chi are like, well, I guess we're not getting that feather. We might as well take off. Nice meeting you, science man. Then an eruption, a real eruption this time, where there's lava shooting up from the ground. Rocks are beginning to fall. They've got to get out. Then they hear banging, and, bef- and before our very eyes, the bird we thought was extinct emerged from the wall. And everybody's eyes in this scene are, like, big and doughy, like they're seeing something amazing. It's beautiful. The scientist, his eyes are welled up with tears. I love how sentimental this old man gets mm-hmm. about this goofy fucking Muppet bird. Because <laughs> that's what it is. Oh, it's just purple and ostrichy. Mm-hmm. And wait, it looks like a do duo. It does. Basically, I guess it'd be a do solo. <laughs> do solo. Oh, uh, how did he get his name? Well, he was, he was solo. <laughs> Didn't have a second head. He loved that Ron Howard movie. <laughs> he did. He loved that Ron Howard movie. God, he was always playing it. <laughs> what do you think he was doing trapped? Thankfully, before he got trapped, he still had his parents' Netflix <laughs> subscription. Yeah, the, the bird's design is absolutely ridiculous. You'll see it. Yeah, you'll see you'll it. You'll see it if you follow us on social media. Oh, yeah. The bird then goes to the egg, cracks it open with his beak, Revealing the creamy center of a little baby bird. No mm-hmm. feathers. No feathers. Bald baby bird. And then they're like, all right, goodbye. Boop. They fly out. I would, I mean, he's got a, he's been trapped for 40 years. Also, has that old man been tending to this egg for 40 years? It's like, he how must did he know have. when did he get, tra- how did he know when he got trapped, right? <gasps> Aaron. Oh, Are you no. positing that this old man? I'm not, but continue. <laughs> separated the mother bird from the egg and hoping that the egg would hatch, the bird would imprint on him, and he could make zillions touring the world with the last ever fire eating bird. That's why they weren't tears of joy, they're tears of decades wasted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All I needed was I, more time. Time. I lost my entire family. I was going to be vindicated. I, I outlived all of them. I, I did it just to spite them. Yeah, and now I have nothing. I'm, uh, I'm definitely going to die tomorrow. I have nothing to live for. And that, and that is fully confirmed because they all <laughs> they get out. Uh, Goku, Chi-Chi, and the scientists, they all get out, thanks to, of course, a Kamehameha. The Firebird runs its way into uh, the distance, I guess. It flies off. Uh, 
Goku and Chi Chi are both like, but the feathers, we didn't get the feathers. Of course, by some divine miracle, the feathers then just start falling from the sky. <laughs> they reach mm-hmm. out their hands, yet the feathers are non-corporeal. They disintegrate upon contact. Yeah, the old man goes on to explain like, oh, um, no, the Bancho fan isn't made out of feathers. That's dumb. Because it's like, why would it eats fire, guys? Why would it want to put out fires? Loves that shit. Now I'm doing that thinking meme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, we get a fun little quote, a uh, fun little cut to Roshi's eye. Uh, Roshi, he's back and he's oh, yelling yes. at Turtle. Because <laughs> he's like, nothing in this book works. I wrote it all to, to impress some chick. Ooh, mine's different. Oh, lay it on me. Maybe, maybe. You tell me which is the saddest one. He goes, of course it was nonsense. I was drunk when I wrote that crap. It should have been both. That's all I'll say. I was like, hey, baby, I'm a martial arts master. And she said, prove it. I'm like, oh, shit, shit. Uh, give uh, me two seconds. Let me let me take a drink. Let me take a bunch of drinks. You don't got a marker on you, do you, baby? Uh <laughs> I have one. Here you go. Uh, Turtle, thanks, man. Hey, talk to this chick and tell her how cool I am when I go in the back with uh, this notebook I had on me because this is this is my martial arts book. Uh, anyway, I'm going to be back for other reasons. Bye. So, uh, see any interesting films lately? I've been watching. Uh, yeah. Oh. Oh, I was going to say, I saw this wonderful Christmas movie called Feast of the Seven Fishes. No Now way. playing in theaters. I also saw Feast of the Seven Fishes, but I got it on demand on my favorite what? streaming service of choice. Oh, I don't like, I, I need to watch it on a big screen. I think it's definitely a movie that deserves that sort of treatment, you know? And all I'll have love- to say is like, you know, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody who may be mm-hmm. listening in. That's you, Master. I told you to go see the film. Uh, I'm busy. <laughs> Keep stalling. But, I mean, the standout, beyond just the performances, and, I mean, mm-hmm. who knew Joe Joey Pants could, he still got it. He still got it. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm a big Matrix head, and that was a pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is the steak he was eating, but for media. <laughs> but anyhow, the editing, sublime. As a turtle, I love cuts. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's, it's one of the better feet. Everything else is subpar, but the editing, my God. <laughs> oh, oh. All right, well, here's, look, here's, I'm a martial artist. See, I've got my own instruction manual. Watch the ink, though, because it's wet for a different reason than what you might think. But master... You've never written anything in your entire... Dunk. Ow! <laughs> yep. Thanks for... thanks for. You saw me coming down with my staff. Thank you for pausing your thought before I hit you. And also, in speaking of thoughts, if you'd get the fuck out of here, I'm going to see what this deal. <laughs> and scene. Don't uh, call women thoughts. Don't call women thoughts, but you know if Roshi knew that lingo, he would. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, kind of sad, I guess, is, is what we <laughs> Both not great reasons to write a book. Yeah, none, none of those reasons are great to write a book <laughs> at all. That's supposedly true. Right. It was in the nonfiction section of his closet. <laughs> 
<laughs> so were all those nudie bags. Yeah. All of them were filed under how to. <laughs> but uh, the old man, he's like, but if you go to Ice Mountain, if you go to the Ice Mountain level, yes, if you yes, go yes. through this cut, go through this cut scene. <laughs> Once you get the mission from Norman. No. <laughs> Why don't you give Norman Reedus this package? He'll go. He'll go drop off your banjo fan. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, go this way. You'll get to Ice Mountain. Maybe it's there." And as they're flying away, he's like, "Or was it the West?" But then proceeds to not try and tell them mm-hmm. that maybe he gave them the complete opposite of correct directions. And again, poor Ox King. He's got to be. Slow roasting in that castle by now. Oh, he's got to be succulent as hell. Everybody loves a brick of an ox king. Hey, man, look, I a nice pho with mm-hmm. oxtail. Fuck, Ooh. bud. Mm-hmm. Fuck, indeed. <laughs> and she, in the last shot, and I wanted to mention this because I don't know if it's relevant, uh, Chi-Chi has a piece of the eggshell. And the eggshell had like this blue shimmery sort of-ness to it. I'm curious if that will come into play later. Or is it just her something blue for her wedding? Oh, it could be both. It could be both. It could be both. This is really what this is. It's a quest to get something old, something new. New, it's something borrowed, something something blue. Yes. The ultimate wedding quest. Mm -hmm. Fill your inventory. I'm over-encumbered with blue things. (laughs) Honey, you only need one. Can you just pick it? Oh, but I don't know if these are going to be part of quest lines for my something old. (laughs) They would. Well, if you can't get rid of it, then yes, it's for a quest line. And they don't have a breakdown mechanic, so I can't just have blue components. (sighs) I can't upgrade some of my other blue things. (laughs) Look, I understand you want to get... A matching, you want to get your matching set, so the synergy, so you get those extra boosts yeah. to your stats. I need those buffs for my wedding. <laughs> but we could, you know, we that's a lot of grinding, honey, is all I'm saying. But if the I don't wedding's have- coming up. If I don't have plus 30 poise, then I'm guaranteed that there is a 5% chance that I will trip and fall during the ceremony. I know you want that- <laughs> I know we're gonna have to go through the wedding a couple times. Get yeah. the loot drop you want. I need to. <laughs> need the to the wedding the right present one. loot drop you want. <laughs> I know there's there's that <laughs> there's that washer dryer event that's going on. <laughs> uh, uh, gamify everything. Uh, everything's a live service game with RPG mechanics oh, and boy. crafting. Vince, we got some mail we got to get to. Yeah, because that's the end of the episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're flying off to another mountain. <laughs> Can it be a valley? Well, we we tried At the some valley fucking stuff. Point, a we tried the valley. The valley was last week. Remember? Was it? Yeah, it was. Those two longs said Goku on a goose chase. So here's here's some mail to cheer us up from a different region. Uh, we'll say it's a from a swamp. Maybe it's from the Galar region. Maybe. This is from Power power Listener, friend of the show, Noah. This is actually pertinent to the email because he did our potty swap episode. Subject is coming to you from the dead zone. Shit. Ooh. Oh, boy. I forgot what that is in Dragon Ball Land. 
But I know what that is in Stephen King land, which means he can see the future. Ooh. So he knows. So which is actually sort of pertinent to what he's about to tell us. So Noah writes, hey, fellas, Noah here with a couple quick reminders and facts. First, don't forget that if you're following the anime timeline, as opposed to the manga, the film Dragon Ball Z The Dead Zone, where yours truly is currently trapped, (gasps) is a canon event that happens between the end of Dragon Ball and the start of DBZ. While I wish I had the key to use my potty swap technique to talk about this fantastic movie, being trapped in the said dead zone with no podcast to produce has left me drained. And there was talk for them to... Kyle was real excited <laughs> to yeah. get dead zone. Oh. And, and I'm sorry. Sorry, fellas. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. <laughs> we'll have an in memoriam to your mm. podcast. Uh, yes, I, I think we should. I think if we can call our shot, this would definitely be a thing we do before we get to Z. So mm-hmm. Dead Zone's coming. It, it's coming real quick. Second, Namekians are hermaphroditic and reproduce asexually via a form of parthenogenesis. I hope I said all those words correctly. This is largely due to Toriyama basing them on slugs. Namakuji being the Japanese word for slug and plants. They're slug boys. Slug people. Mm -hmm. Now it makes a whole lot of sense. I mean, I kept offering Piccolo some salted edamame Mm -hmm. or a salted pretzel from Heinz Field. And he got real freaked out. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I guess that makes sense. I tried to give him some salt and vinegar chips. And I know most people recoil from them automatically. But he... He did something especially terrible. He blew them up in my face. Yeah. I, he was complaining about an online match he had. Of course. In Fortnite. Yes. And I'm like, boy, but you're getting real salty about it. <laughs> and he flew away in a huff. So sometimes Piccolo and I, we, we watch the movies together and it was my turn <laughs> to pick this week. Right. And I know he loves Angelina Jolie. So I was like. Piccolo, I got the perfect movie for you. It's called Salt. And by the time I finished the title, he had blown up my TV. He won't leave my place. He just blows it up. And expects you to fix it. He does. And I do. The TV's broken. How'd that happen? Uh. You know, I don't know, Piccolo. Maybe I got mad and shot an energy blast at it. Yeah. Maybe. uh, Maybe. Maybe I got drunk. <laughs> Maybe you got. I know you did write that book. <laughs> that one night. So that one night, I possible. did write a book of myth of how to for mythical uh, tools. Mm-hmm. How look? All we're saying is this all makes sense now. Yes, in hindsight. Third and in Heinz Field. <laughs> Sorry. No, I love it. Third, (laughs) nobody knows Master Roshi's true name. Muten Roshi means old heavenly martial arts master. And Kame Senen, Kame Senen, Kame Sensei, sorry if I'm butchering that, means turtle hermit. Mm -hmm. Funnily enough, Master Roshi just means master master. Oh. Well, I I can, if I can, it's pronounced. And you may. Kame Senen. Ooh, thank you. Uh, why I know that? Because I watched Naruto. Uh, I watched it 
with subtitles and Jiraiya's Naruto calls Jiraiya Erosenin, which is pervy sage or hermit. So pervert hermit. Yeah, pervert hermit. Noah, I'm gonna I'm gonna call some bullshit. <gasps> we all we all know his real name. It's fucking Jackie Chun. Dun, 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 dun. Wow. That's hide in plain sight, baby. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah, I know I like that. I mean, that's just my that's just my version. I don't mm. want to hit a button because you're a friend of the show. And I don't want to um actually you. That's your job to do to us. This is true. <laughs> so we may hold off on this button it's, until yeah. it comes up again. But my in in my world, I think his real name is it's gotta be Jackie Chun, right? I would love it if that was his real name. But I maybe do, it's in the book I got. May we'll have to look. We'll have to look through see. that visual history. I do like the sound of Master Master. Yeah, Master Master is pretty cool. Finally, congrats on finishing Dragon Ball. Y'all have worked hard and kept fighting all this time, and I'm super proud. Can't wait for the Z shenanigans to start as we all count down to the most important event in Dragon Ball history. Goku and Piccolo's driving exams. Love y'all and keep Keep fighting. fighting. Thank you, Noah, for that preemptive uh, congratulations. Uh, Love you. Thank you for being a listener and a friend of the podcast. You're awesome. Yeah. Uh, Thank you all for for talking to us on Twitter. There is one I want to read because it has to do with one of the questions we had before about censorship in Dragon Ball. This is from Robert Jagris on Twitter, who writes, Yo! Some clarification on the DB censorship. Stuff that could be censored for broadcast with just dialogue changes stays censored in the current releases. But anything that was completely removed or visually edited for US TV is uncensored on DVD and digital. Uh, He continues to write that DBZ, unlike original Dragon Ball, was recut and re-edited and redubbed piecemeal over the years to expect its censorship to be even more wildly consistent. Oh boy. That's oh gosh. More, even more compares and contrasts for Whew. us to feast on. We might end up becoming a compare and contrast cast. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't steal. That's all. That is TNTN TN and uh, Roshi Wright. Roshi Copyright. Master master. Yeah, master master that bad boy. Yeah, man, why if it ain't uh, Oh, it, we got to record two additional lines. Fuck that. <laughs> no, we don't have the time or the money. It's only one of the top 25 grossing franchises in the world. No, we don't have it. We can't do it. Can't do it. Can't be done. Which I believe is which I believe is a true fact. I think it is in the top 25 of it top has grossing media Whatever the word is. Yeah, like media properties, like Mario's up there. IPs. Yeah. I think Pokemon's number one, yeah, last it, we checked. Yeah, Suck Pokemon's. it, Marvel. Marvel's <laughs> way down there, by the way. Right? Marvel Japan has nothing. No, Marvel has say. nothing on Pokemon. Everybody's mm. forgotten that. Lest ye forget. Lest ye forget. Just like you shouldn't forget to uh, write to us at KameHousePartyPod at gmail.com. Visit Party. For links to everything that is us, our socials, both personal and corporate, clips, uh, ways to subscribe to the podcast. If you want to go through our archive, it's all organized there. Again, 
please leave a five-star rating and review or 10 stars, whatever their star meter is. Yeah. The highest. Give the highest um, star rating you can. Mm-hmm. So if you, look, if you're at a loss for words and, and just need something to write down in the review section, here's something you can write. Man, I didn't know what I was getting myself into when I first started listening to Kame House Party. But boy, if it wasn't after that hilarious one-minute roundup that I didn't know I was in for the ride of my life. Later on in the episode, they went on tangents. They talked about the episode in a way that I had never heard before, and it blew my mind. I laughed. I gasped. I had a great time, and you will too. Listen to Kame House Party. It'll change the way you listen to podcasts. Nice. And that's it. You know what? I should probably start. I should probably start writing these in the show notes. <laughs> so all you got to do is copy and paste that baby. Oh yeah. So if you don't want to, you know, type all that out, you should be able to just copy and paste this bad boy. Let's mm-hmm. make it easy for uh, let's make it easy easy for them to do a thing that we're requesting of them. Right. That's true. That's true. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And of course. No matter what you got going on out in that big old wide world of yours, if you're hunting for pieces of a mythical item or, you know, trying to trying to just be the most dastardly villain you can be, all you got to do is keep, keep five. I tried to match the weight for him to use. <laughs> <laughs>